we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures you restore my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. We began this conversation sometime back talking about rest, and we ain't finished. We, we must understand how critical it is for us as believers to live, to reside in the place called rest. Understand that faith only works from rest. And we function by faith. So if you are not in a place of rest, your faith can't function. And if your faith can't function, you can't function. Someone say, I have to be at rest. You, you cannot see this as being optional. The Lord will not have your pastor to spend six, seven weeks talking about this if this was optional. This, is, this right here, beloved, is the key to faith working in your life and to live in perpetual manifestation. Good God Almighty, I felt good coming out. To live in the place of perpetual manifestation, it demands that you stay in rest. I saw something in James chapter 1. I want to give it to you. Glory to God. Watch this. But let him ask. I didn't get in trouble. When I was putting this down, I say, watch trouble come. Let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For... <laughs> For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea. But I said, Lord, I am not going to include this. But I saw it last night. I said, I will not include this because I know election Thursday. Uh, 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 <laughs> it's like a wave of the sea. Those who lost, they lost. Uh, driven with the wind and tossed. The book says here, he says there are two options. One to be in faith or one to be wavering. And if you're wavering, that means you're not resting. That's what I want you to see. I want you to see that you have two options, one to be in faith and one to be wavering. You can't be in faith and wavering. There is a, there is a stability, a sobriety, a balance that comes to the believer that's functioning in rest. God does not answer a panicked prayer. God does not, not for believers, not for the unbeliever, yeah, but for the believer, we must be in the place of faith. What does your Bible say about faith? Without faith is what? He said it, 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 it cannot happen. Without faith, you can't please God. And if you're in faith, you're not wavering. How do we know this word is working? Is if we watch your life and see balance in your life. We're trying to get you to the place where panic becomes foreign to you. We want to get you to the place where worry 
causes every system on the inside of you to allow. Worry should not be a safe place for you. I, I, I don't want this to happen. That's because we won't be healthy. But my God, I'm believing God that if anybody in this church get high blood pressure, it's because of salt. And we don't want that to happen. Because we can eat right. But we declare it ain't going to be because of stress. Y'all ain't going with me, man. It will not be because of anxiety. Come what may, leave who want. But we're going to stay in rest. Now, let's, let's go a little further. Some things that we established. We, we said that rest only comes, according to Matthew 11, verse 28, rest only comes when you come to Jesus. Jesus says in Matthew 11, 28, come unto me. All ye that... All ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will do what? All right, so we established now the only way to get rest is to come to him. You cannot get rest outside of him. Now, we went further and established that uh, this coming unto him is not some subliminal, did I say that word right? Right, it's not some that uh, trying to get you to pray more. It is not some trick to get you to worship more. And we spent a whole Sunday dealing with this, this idea of coming unto Jesus. We know that in the church we say these things and never explain these things, so we never know what they really mean. What does it mean to come to Jesus? To come to Jesus means to come to the word spoken over your life. Because the Bible says that, that he is the word. If you want to know who he is, he is the word. And the more I, I opened this up and looked at more and more scripture, look at more and more word, the more word I look at, the more I see this to be true, that to come unto him is to come unto a word. Uh, and then I, I, I started dealing with this, uh, Vera, and I got rebuked myself because he says there should be no time in the life of the believer when they're not functioning under a word. There should be no time in your life when you are not functioning under a word. When he says, come unto me and I will give you rest, come unto a word, have you come to that word? Have you come under subjection? Have you given that word command over your life so that you can have rest? So I'm preparing... Um, um, to come to you this morning, and I get across this point, and I pause, and I said, Denzel, what word did you function under today? And then I had to pause. And he says, you are the order. He says, your rest will always be disturbed if you are not constantly living under a word. Oh my God, I'm almost there. He says, he says, uh, for every phase of your life, I've just written down, for every phase of your life, there is a dominant word that you should be constantly meditating on. Are you hearing what I'm saying? For every phase of your life, there should be a dominant word. What if I gave you 30 seconds to write your dominant word down? Would you need more time? Mm. There should be a word on the tip of your tongue and on the edge of your brain. Because you have been so meditating on that, that that word is so on you. This is the word that's over me for this part of my journey. 
Sounded so good, D'Angelo, last week. Word over my life. Now, what is it? What is the dominant word? And then the Lord directed me, um, um, Cassie, to, to Psalm 1 and 2. Now it makes sense what he says in Psalm 1 and 2. Is it up there yet? What does it say? Ready? Read. All right, we can do it one more time because I need the folks who are watching the hair. This one more time. Psalm 1 and 2, ready, go. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. This word delight is crazy because this word speaks to pleasure, happiness, and rest. Good God Almighty. He says his pleasure, his delight, his rest, his enjoyment is in the word of the Lord. I told you the law of the Lord speaks in the old covenant of the word of the Lord to the new covenant believer. So his delight is in the word of the Lord, and in his word doth he meditate day and night. If you are meditating day and night on a word, it should be on the edge of your brain. It should be right in the front. So like I said, if I gave you 30 seconds to write the word down that you are walking under, and you can't write nothing down, that means you're not living in rest. Oh my goodness. No, you ain't resting because you can't rest outside of a word. This, the, the, the rest that I'm speaking about does not happen independent of God because it's a faith rest. It's a total reliance on him. Glory to God. And that reliance is based on what he says. I, I said this some weeks ago. I'm going to say it again. The only thing God will ever give you, this is crazy, the only thing he will ever give you is a word. Because all that you need has been provided. You just need the word to access it. you need has been, why are you shouting dancing? All that you need, all that you need has been provided already. You just need the word to access it. You're around here praying for stuff. That's why he says you need the Holy Ghost to tell you how to pray. Because when you pray, he gives you the word and lets you know how to access what he's already given you. There's nothing that needs to come from heaven to supply your need on earth. Say it again, Denzel. There's nothing that needs to come from heaven to supply your need in the earth. Every need that you have, the answer to it is right here. R-I-G-H-T-C-H-Y-A. Right here. Are we doing good? All right, so, so he says, this Psalm 1 and 2, this got to become real to us again. I was watching a teaching by Creflo um, Dollar, you know, he was, he's one of those persons years and years ago was talking about meditating on the word and declaring the word, and he was, uh, this is a teaching he did three weeks ago, three, four weeks ago, and he says, I know y'all didn't stop, but he says, I still get up and do declarations every day, because I'm still meditating on this word. He says, I know y'all didn't grow up now. Y'all ain't got to do it no more because y'all big time and that was the word 20-something years ago. He says, I still do it every day. And guess what? It's working. He said, my plane paid off. My homes are paid off. 
And it's the same, it's the same Creflo who we was round about when he wanted to get a $25 million plane. Everybody's mad. And it was so funny, a friend of mine, we were talking, and we were saying that when Creflo said he needs money for this plane, he wasn't talking to you with your $20. Creflo here robbing these poor people. No, he ain't in them. No. And he had it in weeks. Didn't take long. I'll never forget when he, when he got the plane too. He said, listen, y'all want with this plane? He said, let me hear the deaths of unsafe people on Mars. I get in a rocket next. I was telling somebody last night, it's crazy that we have a problem with Creflo getting the high-end plane, but you want a Mercedes. You won't be fresh, but you want them fly broke down. I mean, I love Flamingo Air going to Andrus, but that ain't going to be my first plane. No. Number one, I big. I tied sitting half on, half off. Y'all is in I sick of that, man. Half on, half off. Glory to God. I ain't talking about the extension. Jesus, Lord. Sick of that. <laughs> I'm almost there, y'all. Almost where I want to be. So then this rest that God has for us comes by way of meditating on the word that God has given us. There should always be a word that you are living under. There should be a predominant word that's governing that phase of your life, and there should be a daily word that comes from the predominant word that you are living through. Is it that serious? Yes. Only if you want to see manifestation. Now, if you want to join the thousands of believers that have come before you and living with you right now who just do church as something that you do on the weekends and Christian because hopefully when this life is over, you will die and go to heaven. If you want to live like that, then dismiss everything I say. But if you want to function in the abundance of God, if you want to truly live like the blessing is on you, and you want to take territory and take domain for the kingdom of God and enjoy this life so that heaven will be a transition to another level of living, not an escape. Glory to God. That, that heaven will just be a transition to another level of living. So, I grew up in it with a construct that couldn't wait to go to heaven because they was living in hell. Do I say that again? Can't wait to go to heaven, divide because life down here is hell. That's nice right there. Um, I didn't think about that, Rita. We talked about that song, This Is Just Rehearsal. When I get to heaven, I get really sick. But we need to expand that song, This Is Just Rehearsal. When I get to heaven, I can really live. I live it now. But I can just live on another level. Glory be to God. So, I, I am I'm speaking to people this morning and for the next 42 years who Echo. 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 
for the next 42 years, I'm speaking to people who have determined to live on the top. Persons who... See, people listen to you when you have resources. People listen to you when you have resources. I was talking to somebody about Chester Cooper the other day, and they said, boy, I see him all the time, but when he declare... They said to me, say, boy, I see Chester different. <laughs> so y'all missed it, y'all missed it. But yeah. no, no, when, when, <laughs> when you realize, like, hold on, Chester rolling like that? Yes. Now when you see him again? Yes. Mr. Cooper. <laughs> Watch this, though. Watch this, though. Imagine when we get Holy Ghost filled, sanctified people witnessing doing ministry who got resources. How much easier will it be to invite them to church? She has to say, let's go on a boat and do a boat, okay? They say, okay. Because now we know you ain't broke. Bodicate it is. Lord Jesus. This, this, we, we, we going to be elevated on purpose. All right, there's a comeback. Let's go. Because I, I feel this thing, boy. Um, so let's go back to our definition of rest. We gave it to you some weeks ago and give it back to you again. Here's what it says. is existing in a state where the conditions of life are not allowed to alter the peace or pace of your life. Essentially, living in rest means to be walking in rhythm with God. Walking in rhythm with the voice of God. You in pace with God. Glory to God. Walking in rhythm with the of God, the voice of God. You're hearing him and you are synchronizing your movements with him. One of the beautiful things um, uh, during the Olympics, um, this me and Naya, first time officially watching the Olympics, she will not be watching the Olympics, and she um, um, thinks that I, I like to watch the synchronized swimming. Yeah. And so one night, me and Naya was up watching that, and it's like, like this is just amazing to watch how Two people moving like one, and their movements are so synced together. And the Lord says, that's how I want you all to be with me. I want you to mirror my movements. That's what John, what Jesus talks about in the book of John, where he says, I do nothing except I see the Father do it. This idea of being in sync with God. And that devil that lets you believe you could be in sync with God and be broke, busted, and disgusted, that's a demon. You can't be in sync with God and be mashup. Because all the folks I see in the old covenant that was in sync with him, they was living pretty good. Every one of them. Lord God, the devil took days to take Job's stuff. Uh, 
I just said something. Y'all, y'all didn't miss that. Y'all that had gone straight over your head. A lot of us, five minutes, boom. The devil ain't got a tarry long runners. He coming there five minutes, we out. That brother had to go and come back and go and come back and go and come back again to, to, to wipe Job. Because Job was sitting that good. My God. Jesus. All right. Let's turn the corner and get to the word for the day. I was getting your mind back to where we needed to be. Now let's get to this word. Watch this now. Being at rest requires that you hear the voice of God. That being said, you must realize that there are voice blockers that are all around you with an assignment to ensure that you don't ever be at rest because you don't ever hear God. There are voice blockers. You've got to be aware of them. Voice blockers. These voice blockers. See, if the voice blockers are effective, then your mind will be blind. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. 2 Corinthians 4 and 4. That's not on the script, girlfriend, but it's, it's, it's pretty good. 2 Corinthians 4 and 4 says this. He says, whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them uh, such that they would not be able to receive the glorious light of the gospel. The light of the gospel. The gospel is heard, but it brings light once you hear it. Glory be to God. So that's still the voice. The devil wants to blind you. He wants to put obstacles in your way that you are not able to perceive. There it is. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. The enemy's job is to blind your mind, to block the voice. So, uh, we started this about three weeks ago. We gave you what I'm now redefining as voice blockers. We gave you six, but now there's seven. And I'm going to begin with number seven and make number seven number one. We kind of prepared you for this, but here it goes. The first voice blocker that I want to bring your attention to is a three-letter powerful word. It's a word called sin. Now, I know I said that the devil wants to use this, but let me let you understand this, that for the believer, most of us, the very, actually the believer, all of us, the devil ain't our problem when it comes to sin. The devil becomes a problem for the believer after sin. The devil is not engaged in the believer pre-sin. It is post-sin when the devil gets engaged. In other words, the believer cannot blame their sin on the devil. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.